the Bitterfly Podcast. Knowledge is food, bitches. Eat up. I'm glad I changed my t-shirt. I was wearing a womb, a womb lands t-shirt from TikTok. It's the Pacific Northwest, your own brand. True. Okay. Welcome to this week's episode of the Bitterfly Podcast with Randall Love. Uh, you may remember him as the man that I met on TikTok. <laughs> because I was obsessed with um, Boucher. Right. I had that video a long time ago where I was brushing my eyebrows See, with a pine cone. Not every man you meet online is a creeper. <laughs> <laughs> Last time. We just became friends. We did because we, we did the, the questions yeah. when we realized that we were. Um, it was like 65 questions to fall in love. And so we took turns. We fell in asking love. Asking each other stuff. Yeah, we did fall in love. We actually just had our two year anniversary. Wow. The other day. And so, no, but this time I want to talk to him about his job because he was a little bit um, secretive last time. You didn't want, remember, you didn't want people to know. Yeah, but see, now my business is by, <laughs> now my business is by invitation only. Mm. So people are like, oh my God, can I come to your salon? And I can be like, no. His website literally says not taking me. Yeah, my, my website literally says, love salon offers services by invitation only. Actually. I met you you weren't taking new clients and you just like decided to accept me as a new client well yeah because you're a soul sister from TikTok that liked <laughs> organic graffiti and boucher pine cone tools that was cool so today we want to talk about how Randall as a hair cosmetologist cosmetologist hair person hair person is basically hair piss 90% of my job is talking to people and 10% of it is actual skill <laughs> this episode will be called Therapist, confessions of a therapist. Confessions of a therapist. So started out like off the top, what's some crazy ass shit oh. that people have been telling you? And like how do you deal with that? So <laughs> you have to like I think you control the tone of the time that you're with your client. Okay. So I always my inspiration in everything here is Dolly Parton's character Truvy in Steel Magnolias. Where it's like we're gonna cry, but we're gonna laugh a lot. I you were dead to me. <laughs> so it's a salon that this beautiful Southern woman's husband turns her carport into a business. Okay. And it's the neighborhood salon. Everybody comes by. They stop by all the time. They chit chat. They tell stories. They grow up together. Oh, I've had clients that I've had for like 13, 14 years. They're like, oh my God, you're like my brother, my dad, my uncle. Sitting in his new salon. This is my new salon that um used to be a in 1967 somebody illegally constructed this part of my home. I've been dealing with permit issues. It's it's all resolved. <laughs> Two years. The salon is done. It's big. It's beautiful. We're in a we're in the reception area. We have our fake fish. It's it's cute. It's very steel magnolias, but like 2023. I feel like usually being a hair person, you're like at a salon. You're at a salon like 70 hours a week or some shit. Your boss is insane. Yeah. I can tell you all about crazy bosses because I've had them. <laughs> um my commute is terrible. Sometimes traffic is a nightmare. Yeah. Sometimes four cats get in my way when I'm trying to come to work. And now you're literally just going to like roll out of bed and you can come around the corner. Yeah, yeah. but I have to deal with the four cats in my way as I'm trying to oh, walk to work. That's what I remember the traffic. <laughs> my commute from the furthest away from my house is 15 <laughs> seconds. Okay, wait. So, sorry. How do you, let's go back. How do you handle being a hair So, I always try to keep it light and humorous. Okay. I 
divert everything with humor. So if somebody gets really angry, I'm going to divert with humor. If they're really emotional, I'm going to divert with humor. Laughter is the best medicine. So we're always going to laugh about it. Love that. Now, sometimes, I mean, I had a client that came in five minutes before her appointment. She found out that her pregnancy wasn't viable. So like this is stuff, and this is somebody that was doing fertility treatments, trying to have a baby. And I literally just hugged her and I'm like, we're not doing your hair. Like you need to go home and be with your spouse. And it's like, I will come in on a day off. I will work late, whatever. But like, you're not in a good, in a good frame of mind. I'm a big, big supporter of the halt. Mm -hmm. We do not make decisions when we are hungry, (laughs) angry, lonely, or tired. Sometimes I add another H for horny because people do stupid shit when they're horny. Sometimes, yeah. It's but um, cutting your, your own bangs is never the answer. Have you heard the, the quote that's like, if you feel like you hate everyone, you need to eat. And if you feel like everyone hates you, you need a nap. <laughs> oh my God, this is why I am fluffy as hell and exhausted. <laughs> Probably. Yeah, no, it's like people, I deal with the cut it short and bleach it. And I'm like, what's really going on? <laughs> And then that's how we get into it. And it's like somewhere in those layers of like them being upset and them talking about their journey or what they're going through. It's like I can coax them into, okay, well, what I'm hearing is that you don't want to focus on your hair right now. You need something easy or you're not feeling beautiful. So what can we do to make you feel beautiful? And it's not necessarily the hair, the hair color, the makeup. It's like, what can I do that you're not feeling good about? Spin it positively and make you feel good about I remember one time I wanted to go super bleach fucking blonde and you were like, I will not do more than a couple shades at one time because yeah. you might not like it. We um, need to make sure this is what you actually want. Yeah. Yeah. That happens all the time. Um, another thing that people don't realize is that hair is not an exact science and it's not mm-hmm. always perfect. Hair changes. It's a moving fiber. So the other day, a really good friend of mine, um, we'll call her Anastasia. Everyone is Anastasia. Explain that to the people listening. Who is Anastasia? Anastasia's deal is the culmination of all of my clients because I do not kiss and tell. So Anastasia has had many lives. (laughs) Some good, some bad, some crazy. She's a crazy bitch. We'll get into it. She's been through some shit. Anyway, this particular Anastasia, we've been um, super short, fierce haircut. We've been changing it. As you get older, your hair changes. Yeah. Or maybe I was tired. <laughs> I don't know what happened. She had just one little piece of hair in the front. She sent me pictures and she's like, Randall, this isn't working. It needed to be over here. It was over here. So I was like, girl, come by at the end of the workday. We'll fix it. So she comes by. We do a little snippy snip and we fix it. And I tell her, thank you for telling me. Right. And giving me the opportunity to fix it because mm-hmm. that's, even though I'm a master cosmetologist, that's how we learn. Yeah. I can't fix it unless you tell me something's wrong. That's so true. So like people never want to admit they make a mistake. One of the sexiest things I think a person can do <laughs> in their life is, is admit a mistake. There is nothing sexier to me. A haircut and they might not like it, but there's like, mm, I'm not going to see no tell me tell me because i'm gonna work to try to fix it i'm gonna work to try to make it better and i've literally before i've had clients where like i refuse to melt your hair off this one gal wanted me to melt her hair off and i was like halt (laughs) i literally paid for her to get her hair done somewhere else (laughs) by a blonde master oh because you didn't want to fuck it up i didn't want to i knew i knew Mm -hmm. that like it was precarious skill set yeah she had gone back and forth back and forth (laughs) back and forth 
So I reached out to an esteemed colleague, Vanity Salon, and um, I was like, hey, can you take care of this client? I It's out of my wheelhouse. So I paid in full for this. Know thyself. Exi- that's good. Yeah, that's sexy. I hate platinum. Anyway, <laughs> I paid for her to get her hair done at this place. They could not, she could not get in fast enough with their blonde master, which it takes a minute. She does not know that I have paid in full for this appointment because I'm kind. Yeah. She went to a beauty school and had them fuck her hair off and then had egg on her face when the salon's like, she cancels the appointment and they're yeah. like, it was paid in full. Oh, mm. wow. You're too nice. Uh, we, we're no longer friends. Oh, got it. <laughs> I actually this to tell you that one time you did my hair. Um, cause I told you that I have a middle part. So you did the color as if I had a middle part. And then I went home and the next day I woke up, I like parted my hair naturally the way that it falls. And I was like, Randall, the color's fucked up. And you were like, you told me you had a middle part. And I was like, I thought I had a middle part and apparently I don't. And then we fixed part. it. Sit. But it was the <laughs> Anastasia be crazy. Anastasia doesn't know sometimes what she wants. And, and neither does Randall. Cause my hair right now is giving you. We have a cold front moving in from the north. (laughs) Okay, so, like, where should we start? So you explained that Anastasia Steele... Okay, so I have... Wait, isn't that the the girl in Fifty Shades? It is, and I've never read Fifty Shades. (laughs) And, I mean, obviously, when that book came out, all my clients are like, oh, my God, Randall, this book is so hot. I read the first book. Didn't see the movie, actually, but the first book, I was like, damn, this is kind of a sexy read. I love women that have don't have the relationship with pornography and like erotica that some gay men do because I have like these ladies going, Oh, Randall, this is so hot. And I'm like, baby, <laughs> porn is free on the internet. <laughs> yeah. You don't have to read it. Yeah. I have this one old Anastasia. Mm-hmm. This woman reads porn all the time. Oh, I love so her. Weird. Every time she comes to her appointment, she's like, Randall, have you read this one? And I'm like, no, baby, I don't need to. I've read it vicariously through you. And um, and then my ladies that are like, oh, my God, it's so fucking hot when men make out. And I'm like, I'm not hot. I'm a cherub. <laughs> don't imagine me that way. But um, so, like, it's usually, like, people are always afraid to talk about certain things. And whenever you're... It's a double-edged sword when you're open about your sexuality, because a lot of people think that means they're open. You're open about your sex life, mm-hmm. and I am not. I am vanilla missionary with the lights out. I do love missionary. Missionary mating so, press, so good. Can't relate. <laughs> side. Um, so, but people be like, they'll ask questions, and my favorite game is let's ask a gay guy, and then I turn it into let's ask a straight woman. Oh, okay. But so a lot of my clients are women, the majority of them heterosexual women, and people are just holding on to this information that they're too embarrassed to tell anybody, but my southern ass, they tell me, I'll be in the grocery store, and somebody will, I just have that face, (laughs) it's like, tell me your whole life story. You do have that face. I do, but I have, like, this strong ethic moral thing where I'm like, I'm not gonna kiss and tell, so I don't feel comfortable telling people things that my clients tell me because I don't want them to be identified. Yeah. But at the same time, I need to talk about the shit that I've heard. Oh yeah. Because you I can't, can't keep it in. I can't hold it all in. I gotta be like Lily. <laughs> guess what I heard at work today. But Seattle's a small place. A lot of my clients know each other. So I created the Anastasia Steel to Love tell that. the tales. Okay. 
So Anastasia is many people. Chad is many people. Richard is many people. (laughs) And I hold the stories. And then, so whenever at every dinner party, every cocktail party, Randall, what's the craziest thing anybody ever told you? And I'm like, what do you want to know about? Which Anastasia do you want to know about? Do you want to know about the adult baby murder? Do you want to know about? Yes. Okay, adult baby murder. Are you ready? Adult baby murder. Murder. Allegedly. All of these stories are alleged. We we made them up. They're dramatizations. We need to know right now. (laughs) So I have these two girls. We'll call one Emily. Okay. (laughs) And her best friend, Anastasia. Okay. Anastasia comes in to get her hair done. She's a very quiet, very shy kind of reserved person. Okay. Um, She doesn't talk a lot. I get her talking. She's really sweet. She talks about her husband. She loves him. They've been married for like four or five years. Okay. Um, do her hair, she's sweet, tell him about her life. He works in tech, he's like super rich, she doesn't do anything. She's like, give me give me a influencer. Like, we're gonna fix she's an influencer, but we're gonna make up she's a cook influencer. Okay. Her influencing, she doesn't work. Oh, she's an influencer. She's a, she just gets sent free shit. She gets sent free shit and she reviews cookware. We'll say she reviews cookware. Okay. She makes her own money, okay, but like she has her connections because of him. Okay. All so of us, he's just rich as fuck. He's just rich as fuck. Very, very smart. Travels all the time. Okay. Travels. Travels. He ain't going nowhere. So okay. <laughs> Emily comes in. Okay. Emily. Not, not Emily this Emily. Story. Emily and story. Anastasia's best friend, M. Okay. M is a chatterbox. <laughs> M wants to talk about the hot goss. <laughs> and Randall's here for it. Okay. So she's like, did Anastasia tell you that she's getting a divorce? <laughs> and I'm like, sad. Because like this, yeah, she's happy. she loves her husband. They mm-hmm. met in college. They're great. I'm like, no, she didn't. I'm, I'm so like, I'm so sad for her. Is she okay? And because of the stories that we hear, one of the questions that I always ask is, is she safe? Yeah, it's a good question. Are they safe? Yeah. Because you never know. And she's like, oh yeah, she's fine. She got everything in the divorce and the everything and then some and i'm like what do you mean and she goes she didn't tell you and i was like no she didn't tell me and then i say to em em tell me are you sure you can tell me this story (laughs) and she's like yeah she moved and i'm like okay what happened and she and she goes well she found out that he had been cheating on her for a while okay and i'm like oh my god cheating in this day and age just be open and honest and be like hey i need to visit i'd like you know i feel like in the age of like i'm in a closed monogamous relationship but i'm very like sex positive and like communicate with your partner if something isn't working see if you can make it work so i bring this up and i'm like i don't believe cheating is cheating cheating as a definition is if you're in a relationship they make the rules if this person, if that's their relationship. So it's like only cheating if Anastasia. If Anastasia feels that it's cheating. Yeah. Because what I think is cheating, what you think is cheating, may not be cheating in the terms of this relationship. That. That's important to talk about when you're. Boundaries. In a relationship yes. Like, what is your idea of cheating? Because some people, like, think watching porn is cheating. Yeah. Some people are like, no, I literally don't fucking care if you flirt with someone exactly. else. Exactly. You know, someone else just don't have sex with them. There's lots of different That's why I say cheating is not, it is not for someone to say that somebody cheated unless they know the rules of that relationship. Right. So I'm asking M, how did he cheat? Okay. How did he cheat? Well. How did she find out, I guess, is the more important question. She found out because she had to pick him up from a police station. 
goddamn. So he called her. And so he you called her. Pick me up from the station. I need you to pick me up from the station. They picked me up at work for questioning. And she's like, and all this is alleged. I heard it from M. Um, so she's like, why do you need me to pick you why up? Why do you need me to pick you up? And he's like, we'll talk about it later. Okay. So she goes and picks him up. Long story short, he was wanted for questioning because he had had been having a sexual, not a sexual, let me, like, non-sexual role-play relationship with this person. Okay. Who ended up dead. <gasps> he was a suspect in the murder of his he mistress. He wasn't a suspect in the murder of his mistress. He was her last client saw her last that she had entertained before she died in her consensual job she had been unalived by someone else who had been seeing her for services Uh, allegedly so she was like a escort sex worker basically she was a mommy she was like providing a service she was providing a service that was non-sexual but if they she had multiple clients but if they agreed to have sex that was not part of the job Okay. They agreed to have sex. Okay, so what was his fetish? Adult baby. <laughs> so he had, and bear in mind, sweet, innocent Randall has no idea because I'm like, what's that? <laughs> I watched a CSI episode. It told me everything that I needed to know. Um, I don't want to yuck anybody's yum. What you do consensually is your business. I'm not judging them for what they did. Well, I think I like, People that are listening are just like genuinely curious. Like I've never heard of this. Before. Yeah. So basically, so, they engaged in. So he wanted to role play. He wanted to role play that he was a baby. She was his mother. Diaper changing. Diaper changing. Breastfeeding. Things like that. Not my cup of tea. So how you do you? Sophia known. So they had doing this years ago. They had had this conversation of like, what's like your um, what's what's your too far i can't do this sexually oh like what's your what's, what's your rule what's your cutoff and he okay. was like what if i wanted to like pretend to be your little baby and she said no and she said no and he's like oh okay so then did she agree like that you can go see, see no elsewhere she did not know this and he had been seeing this person for a very long time like how many years like their whole marriage before they even had that conversation he'd already been seeing that's like that's a really so he's that's, like he's like grieving the death of this like person he had some kind of relationship. Well, he's with not him. grieving. He's at the police His station. So she friend. picks him up and she's all like, "Why are you here?" And he's like, "I didn't do it." And he's like, "Why do they think you did it?" And he's all allegedly. And he's all, <laughs> um, uh, I have been having this relationship with an entertainer, if you will, okay. because you weren't into it. Yeah. And I'm like, wait a gaslight. And she's like, fair. Fair. <laughs> and then so he did this. And he's like, apparently something happened to her. And they knew that I was with her. Okay. So they thought that he did it. He was cleared. Okay. So he's not a murderer. He's, he's just, not a murderer. He's just a baby. He's, he's just a baby. <laughs> and she was like, she was like, this is a betrayal of trust. Yeah. Yeah. You broke the rules of our agreement. I don't want to be with you. And he's all like, please don't tell anybody. And she's like, cool. But she told her best friend. But then he's like, you can literally have everything because I'm ashamed. You can have whatever you want. So she got everything she wanted. And she was like. She moved. She moved. Okay.
so and curious. I I know all of this information secondhand from her best friend. Got it. So was it exaggerated? Was it truthful? I don't know, but it makes for a good ass hairdressing story, <laughs> and that's why I call her Anastasia. Allegedly dramatized. Don't come after me, Chad. Anastasia, Sasia, Anastasia, Anastasia and Sasia. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Anna. Anna. So that was one of them. Steel. Miss Steel. The okay. other one. Oh, I got another good one. No, there's so many. I and this one is hot. Okay. I'm low key ashamed. Wait, what? What else did Anna do? Okay, I thought it was hot, <laughs> but it's really fucked up because, okay. like, it's not hot when you get down into the nitty gritty of it because okay. a lot of therapy needs to happen. Okay. A lot of therapy. <laughs> so this Anastasia is from Give Me a State. Oklahoma. Oh, from Oklahoma. They all freaks there. <laughs> so Anastasia is from Oklahoma. Give me a profession. I don't know why I want to say window cleaner. She is she's a, a nurse. She's a nurse in Oklahoma. Nurse from Oklahoma. And her boyfriend is a nurse in Oklahoma. Oh, that's cute. And they moved to Seattle because they need these specialized nurses from Oklahoma. And they have this whole really strong friend group. Wait, why did they move to Seattle? For their jobs. Oh, okay. For nursing. Oh, okay. So they moved to Seattle. <laughs> so she moves here with her boyfriend, leaving this big friend group of, like, chosen family back home. Okay. It's like his um, his stepbrother, uh, like, all these girlfriends and boyfriends that they all knew from school. Okay. From nursing school. Okay. And they moved to Seattle. So they've been here for about a year and a half when I meet this Anastasia. And my old salon used to be next door to a bar. Okay. So, like, she would come get her hair done, and then he would come in and say, hey, he's really nice. He'd be like, hi, nice to meet you. Da, 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 da. I'm going to be next door getting a drink while she's getting a haircut. So, we're getting to know each other, and she's like, yeah, da, 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 da. And she's like, oh, how long have you been married? And I'm like, this long. And she's like, oh, my God, that's amazing. She's like, how long are you, how long was somebody together before the sex just stops? And I'm like, oh, we're getting into the nitty gritty right now. Oh, yeah. You're sensing she's about to tell you I'm about her lack of sex that life. Her lack of sex life. And I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. That's very frustrating. Have you talked about it? Have you communicated about it? And she's like, no, he's too- not married. They're dating. Oh. A couple years. Dating? Go on. Red flag. Sad. That's some sad. And she explains that, like, he's the most emotionally attentive partner she's ever had. Yeah. Like breakfast in bed. He's a sweetheart. He's a sweetheart. And it's just like dotes sex, on her. Sexual, chemistry sexual chemistry is just like, it was never good to begin with. Oh. But like everything else was so good. Yeah, she had no reason. She had no reason. She's like, listen, so I have everything I've ever wanted in a partner except for orgasms. And we have vibrators for that. So and then she, girl, I'm telling you. So I'm just like talking to her. I'm like, I'm really sorry. It's like, you know, maybe you guys should talk to somebody together. And she's like, oh my God, he could never, he's so closed off when it comes to sex. And I'm like, no wonder you're talking about it with the hairdresser. Like, And this, this isn't just one visit. This happens. This is a culmination of months of her coming in to get her hair done. And um, she explains that he's getting more progressively and progressively depressed because since, since they moved, because he misses his, um, his friend, his best friend, his best friend is his um, stepbrother. They grew up together. Um, his stepbrother's friends it's like this posse right so he misses them and she thinks that like oh they had a sense of family and that's what he's missing because they have no one out here in nursing that's really hard in nursing nursing. so um (laughs) then she tells me oh my god i'm so excited um chad is gonna move here his best friend his best friend is gonna move here so maybe richard's gonna be in a better 
yeah. in a better mood because, you know, he won't be missing his friends. So, so important. Friends are very important. So Mihi moves here. Um, he gets his own place and everything is great. They're both happy. Um, Chad is also a nurse because, like I said, oh, okay. it's like they're all in the same. So she's telling me, oh, my God, everything's great. He's so attentive. He's so sweet. He's so romantic. No sex. No sex at all. No sex at all. So they've been having some sex. They had a little bit. And then it just stopped. And then it fizzled. But he's, like, still being attentive and great. Yeah. Um, now she has, like, this, basically, like, this pseudo brother-in-law who's around all the time. They're, like, the three musketeers. It's great. It's precious. It's, it's great. So then, but then the brother is depressed. The stepbrother best friend is depressed that moved here. Why? We, she figures same thing because he left his friends to move to Seattle. so then they're talking one night and she's like hey, i don't know where richard is maybe he has a shift and she's hanging out with chad she's like why are you so sad so chad opens up to her and says that he had been seeing this girl for a long time yeah and they had a falling out and he just misses her and they had been together for years okay. and she's like i know all of their friends yeah he's never heard about never heard like, about this girl he didn't say a name so maybe she thinks like oh maybe they weren't supposed to be together kind of thing that's the vibe that she gets oh. i met richard and chad whenever they came in yeah. whenever anna came in to get her hair done and like the these hot? men were they were like thorn bradley from tiktok chop tiktok chopping wood oh my god wow both of them <laughs> greek gods and i'm just like <laughs> i meet them at the salon and i'm like hi so I don't see Anastasia for a long time. She just like drops off the map. And that happens with clients. They're like, oh, I'm going to grow my hair out. I don't want to get color right now. Da, 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 da. A great amount of time passes. I see Anastasia on my books again. And I'm like, oh, she's back. I thought maybe she went back to Oklahoma. Yeah. You know, maybe she quit nursing. Yeah. I don't know. She comes in. I'm like, oh, my God, girl. It's so good to see you. What's yeah. going on? She goes, I have so much to tell you. What happened? And I'm like, what? And she goes, I have a new boyfriend. Oh, shit. <laughs> His name is Brandon. <laughs> I'm getting dicked down on the regular. Okay. And I'm like, I'm so happy for you, but oh, where wait. are my lumberjacks? <laughs> about to drop a bombshell, I feel. What happens? A bombshell, like a fan fiction. What happened with Richard? So Anastasia's um, girlfriends from Oklahoma are like, oh my God, you live in Seattle. We got to go skiing. So they road trip up and Anastasia is going to drive to see them at the chalet. They're going to go skiing. Very housewives of... So um, the pass is closed. Okay. She has to turn around. She comes home to find Richard balls deep in Chad. Oh. What? This is where lots of therapies. Step brothers. There's step brothers. So Richard was the guy that Chad had been seeing. That yes. That they were supposed to see. And that's why he moved to Seattle. Well, because they both missed Richard. They both decided that, like, whenever they like finished, like, I don't know. At some point, they decided we can't do this anymore, and it was like bros helping bros out. That's not a thing. Yeah. And apparently, it had been going on for years. And they're like, like before he ever even met Anastasia. Yeah, none of them, I, neither of them, identified as being gay. Okay. But like, this is where the therapy Wait, is. So did this go like back into their childhood, like their stepbrothers. So like, how long did they know each other? I don't know, but I know that like they had said that they had been best friends since they were early teens. Okay. And this is what I'm saying: therapy, therapy, therapy. Because yeah, it's consensual, but 
Again, not for me to judge. I'm an only child. I can't relate. Oh, my God. Poor Anastasia. Oh, Anastasia was cool as shit about it, though, because she's like, listen, it wasn't me. That makes so much sense, though, that, like, when when Chad moved up and Richard was like, oh, I don't have sex with you anymore. I'm just going to fuck Chad. (laughs) But apparently, like, they'd lived here for a while. Yeah. And then she left and they admitted their feelings for each other. Oh, so it was, it wasn't just sex. It wasn't just sex. So it's like, she's telling me this and I'm like, this is two Games of Thrones is for me. Wait, so are they still? They're still together. I saw them in Target. Love that. I know, but ew. I'm sorry. That was judgment. Um, They're not related. As my friend Nikki from Oklahoma, Nikki who really is from Oklahoma, she's like, that's gay. And that's cancel out. And I'm like, gross. But so she was at peace with it. And she's like, you guys need to go to therapy. And they did. Oh, okay. And I guess she, this is all allegedly. Because she's like, y'all got to work some shit out. We're cool. It's clearly (laughs) not me. I'm moving out. I got to go. Yeah. She moved. I can't even imagine like what that moment, like what that night was like. Girl, you know, let like, me did just she say, shit, leave, or was it just like, yeah, you guys can take the master. Like, I'm gonna sleep. I'd be pissed. I'd be furious. I'd be like, how dare you not work this out before you get in a committed relationship? Yeah, that seems weird. Like, why involve me when like that was still going? On? Meanwhile, I'm like, where's at? You're too young for punk. There was this show called Punk. Okay, I'm waiting for Ashton Kutcher to come on and be like, Randall, you've been punk. <laughs> but um, yeah. So she was at peace with it. I was like, oh my god, were you heartbroken? And she goes, no, because. I was unhappy for a long time. And she just, like, didn't know why. And she internalized it and blamed herself. And she talked about when she realized that it wasn't her, that it was just, like, this weird situation. Yeah. And it's, like, why why in certain places do we, like, stigmatize homosexuality so much? Or in certain communities, like nursing, where they felt that they had to be real butch. Yeah. But, like, it's just, like, all this internalized homophobia and misandry and all this but i can tell you that on top of having feelings for your family member your best friend slash stepbrother like i mean i like grew up with one of my exes and like we're still very close yeah but we didn't have a sexual relationship that started at a certain point and it was toxic as fuck like we do not work together as a couple but we're like siblings now she's a lady now i have my own crazy stories so my ex is uh my ex transitioned and now she's like my sister that i um fucked once upon a time <laughs> those are my own anastasia stories um, oh do you have happy anastasia stories i have so many happy anastasia stories oh. so remember my client that had the miscarriage yeah she has two beautiful twin daughters so, like, there's that story. I have um, been to so many weddings. But, like, I've encouraged clients to go to therapy. I'm very open about my own mental health journey. I got justice for a group of parents that were targeted by an administrator from a local um, school district. The lawyer bills to prove it. Doing work in the community. Doing work in the community, validating <laughs> the experiences of people that have been targeted for speaking up against injustice. So one of my favorite clients um, is a young man with an intellectual disability. And he is my favorite client. When I met, sorry, everybody knows. When I met him, he like, he was not communicative. He did not speak to a lot of his stylists. 
And I just kept talking to him during the first appointment. Like he had been talking to me and we we're talking about Legos and I got him laughing and everything. And to this, he's like in his twenties now, has a girlfriend, has a job, wonderful young man. But like when I feel down on myself about like doing hair, like I'm not a good hairdresser. I tell myself, you got this young man to talk and be comfortable enough with you where his parents could just drop him off when before they had to stand there whenever he got his hair done. So that's, that's great. That's my baby. All my kids are my babies. Like they will always be my babies. When I finished the salon, um, one of my clients, I did her hair for prom, like back in the day. Now she's 29, went to Scotland for school. She came in the other day. Um, and she's like one of my kids. She'll always be like 16 to me, even though she's 29. She gives me the <laughs> biggest hug. And she's like, I'm so proud of you. As someone who's so like mean to myself, <laughs> that meant a lot to me. Uh professionally 13 years unprofessionally since I was five because I lost my my mom had cancer whenever I was a kid and she lost her hair and when you're a southern woman your hair is everything so I would help her style her wigs my favorite mama wig stories whenever she was frying chicken for the ladies from church to come over and um she's making cornbread in the oven so she opened up the oven and forgot that she had an acrylic hair piece on and it just singed <laughs> and then that got to be my playtime wig oh i have some other anastasia stories that are spicy okay. girls <laughs> okay so one of my recent ones think of some crazy shit that's happened to this girl to anastasia yeah one time she was on a trip and she got her toe sliced off oh my God. because her partner slammed a door and didn't know that she was walking through it. Her toe came off. Her toe, like, well, not the whole toe, but like her toe came off. Okay. Um, then there's like, oh my god, the 16-hour plane ride from hell. Okay. Where they broke up in the airport. <laughs> they break up on the airport in London. Okay. And they have to go home. And then they gotta go back to Tennessee. Shit. In first class, Shit. Oh. just next to each other. Yeah, I'm like, at least you can like it's first class, like get away, <laughs> squish next to them. Um, there's the client that like, oh, I've never talked about this one publicly. So Anastasia, her best friend, banged her dad all through college. Oh my god! Back, how did she find that out? Whenever she walked in on her dad and her best friend knocking boots in a coat closet at her wedding reception holy fucking shit and this is me cutting hair doing that one how do you not fuck up someone's hair when they're telling you just because like, i paused <laughs> in horror like also whenever like, is there more to elaborate on that no that's all i got <laughs> like you know how whenever like if you're in therapy and like the last five minutes of your appointment you drop a bombshell on your therapist clients do that to me okay and, and I'm like, like, wait, no, come back. And I'm like, wait, do you want another blowout? I, 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 I what? <laughs> that one. Um, Shit. Just ones where I've had to ask people, are you safe? Or like tell people that is not okay. Like nobody should be talked to like that. Or yeah. nobody should be, nobody should be treated that way by their in-laws. Like I have some crazy, like clients with some insane in-laws. Um, narcissists abound. Uh, it's just crazy. Um, my most recent Anastasia got left on a mountain. She got left on a fucking mountain on a hike. She went on a hike, like on a date? On a date. No, she had been married. Oh. And she had gotten a divorce. Because she's like, 
I deserve to be happy. I deserve to be loved. I'm not feeling it. Love that. Good for her. Yes. Like, we love that. We love, we love. It's divorce, self-care for women. Yes. <laughs> Anything is self-care. Yeah. If you have to do something to remove yourself from a situation where you are not happy and it is not giving, that is self-care. And if you're in a marriage and say you have children, I think one of the strongest things you can do for your child is to not be in an unhappy is to not be in an unhappy relationship. I have so many positive stories of like couples that aren't together that co-parent together, and you know, like communication is key. This one, he did not communicate. So it's 2020 lockdown. So such a hard time. So this, many people were getting divorced and shit. Well, she she had gotten divorced prior to lockdown slash shelter in place, and then it's like 2021. So we're like a year into it. Okay. So she decides she's, she's ready to date. She's doing casual dates, nothing too serious. Going for a walk with her dog and getting coffee. So she meets this guy. Um, we're gonna call him Chad. She meets Chad. They um they walk their dogs together. Her dog notoriously hates everyone. Okay. This dog loves him. Oh. Which I'm like, you have I trust dogs. I know she betrayed us. She betrayed us. Well, we know now that he's not a good person. Yeah, she the dog was a poor judge of character. Let me say that this Anastasia's life is very blessed right now. But the bitch got left on a mountain. Yeah. So she starts dating this guy, it's great. He's very open and honest about the fact that he's in recovery. From drugs? Uh, I didn't ask. Oh. So I just assumed drugs and alcohol. And he's been in it. We don't know. We don't know, allegedly. Um, (laughs) So they've been, um, he's been sober about six months. He's very open and honest about it. He's very open and honest about his feelings, which is something that she did not have in previous relationships. They communicate very well. We like this. It's cool. She falls in love with him. Oh, okay. She loves him. It's great. Okay. Um, Good. So they planned this. Okay, this is cute. Okay, it's the height of COVID. They were supposed to go to this tennis tournament in Palm Springs. Okay. Lockdown happens. He makes their own Palm Springs trip in Seattle by taking her to a tiki bar that's like outdoors and they get fancy drinks. They get dressed up like they're in Palm Springs. They go play tennis because they love tennis. Then they go tanning in tanning beds so they can pretend that it's warm like they're in Palm Springs. Like, cute shit. I'm falling for him. I'm, I was like, <laughs> every appointment she's talking about this. Like, I'm, wow, I'm in love with him. I'm like, <laughs> oh, my God. I'll go fry my fat ass in a tanning bed. So everything's great. Everything's sounding great. And then she comes in and she's like, oh my God, I got left on a mountain. And I'm like, what? She goes, let me explain. And this big hiking trip. I don't hike. If you ever ask me to go hiking, I'm going to. I literally know not to ask you to go outside. I've never, you're an indoor cat. And I'm an indoor cat. I am declawed and I am not human safe. Don't like to be in it. And that's totally fine. I just, no, (laughs) I will tell you no. Um, If you see me running. Like, if you're out and about and I am running, I be deeply concerned. pull the fuck over because someone is killing me. I won't even run for chicken nugget. I would run for the safety of my daughter and my husband, and that's it. Yeah. Like, if you mess with them, I'm running because I will kill you. Okay. But other than that, no. He's, he is not outdoorsy. This Anastasia is outdoorsy with a okay. capital O. Yeah. So they're going hiking up this mountain. Okay. And when I say hike, 
Like, it was like, like five, All ten miles. All day. Like, oh. they have food They're for backpacking? backpacking. Oh, shit. Who does that? Some of it's actually really fun, but it, like, there were a lot of, like, warnings for bears and stuff along and the way. And they don't mean the sexy couple it's time. Really unnerving. Yeah, it was not, like, the fun kind of bear. It was, I want to like, go to a bear party, but I'm monogamous, so I can just window shop. Anyway, so she's excited about this hike. They go on this hike. They go up the mountain. The trail is really crowded. And he is in a pissy, bitchy mood. Okay. Because he had talked to his brother the night before. And his brother was high on shrooms the whole conversation. Oh. And he's in recovery. That's kind of fun, though. So. Oh. But he's in recovery. So he's like, why can my brother have a fulfilling life and be able to use, but I can't? Because you're an addict, sir. He's having a pity party. So, and he's getting frustrated and frustrated and frustrated as the day is going on. So she says, hey, at this fork, let's go to this trail. It's less, there's less people on it. So they're hiking on the trail. He's getting more angry and more angry. And At this point, sorry, pause. How long have they known each other? Uh, a couple months. A couple months. Like, they're in that, that cute puppy dog lady in the tramp stage. Yeah, like, finishing that spaghetti. She, there's snow. This is how high up they are. Oh. And she's in, like, shorts and a tank top. And they're in the thick of the trees. It's like 3 p.m. Visibility is getting bad. Okay. They can't see anything. She's like, we should turn around, friend. Okay. So they, he's pissed. Just like, oh, and she can't really, you know, know what the fuck's going on. She's like, well, who are you, Mr. Jekyll? So they get back to the fork and there's these two hikers in full-blown winter gear. Okay. And they're like, oh, you just came from that trail. And it is inaccessible this time of year. So you're lucky you came back. Oh, God. So they they continue on because, like, obviously they're going to hike and stay. Like, who's yeah. hike, spend the night? No. So she starts pulling out their snacks and stuff. Like, you know, because, like, he's hangry. She's like, let me, let, let's eat something. Yeah. He grabs his shit and bolts down the mountain. And she's like, oh, my God. Like, he books it. But she can see him in front of her. Yeah. Like, 50 to 70 feet all the way down the mountain, and she does not know if he is going to wait for her. When she gets down to the bottom. When she gets down to the bottom. Because it's an hour and a half drive from to her house. What did he say? Why was he mad? Nothing. He just snaps, angrily throws all of his shit, and just bolts down the mountain, trying to keep up with him going down the mountain. And as she's going down, she's like, do we I, even know this person? Like, I'm going to have to call a friend to come pick me up. Because, like, who's going to Uber to yeah. an hour and a half? She's, like, trying to figure out, like, what's going to happen. So they get down the mountain and he's waiting at the car. <laughs> so they get in the car. Silence. So you've watched this man walk all the way down this mountain, ignoring your ass. And then you have to sit in a car with him for an hour and a half. So then what happened? And he says nothing. Ew, that's, like, really creepy. And she loves this man, right? And she's like, what the fuck is going on? Everything was, like, fucking puppy dogs and spaghetti noodles yesterday. They get to her house. And she's like, would you like to talk? And he's like, no, I need to get my laptop. It's inside. He gets his laptop. She never hears from him again. Wait, what? Never hears from him again. Ghost. I have so many unanswered questions. 
same. Like Wait, what? It was that was such an anticlimactic. I I know, and like to this day, we're like, what the fuck happened? She's tried to like contact. No, he never. Him. Nothing. Not a word. Not a peep. Not a text. I don't know, but I believe she did. She's the kind of person to be like, hey, I'm worried about you. How are you doing? Nothing ever again. I can't say a couple weeks after this, one of her friends sets her up with this bitch. When I tell you this man is fine. <laughs> And um, they're together now, and I've oh, met him, and happy. I would climb that mountain. She's very happy. So, like, this Anastasia, you asked if I had good good ending stories. Yeah. Not only is this ending story so good, but it got to the point where, like, they serious. Their kids have met each other. It's beautiful. Okay. But, yeah, that, that Anastasia got left on a mountain. And my questions, fucking creepy my questions are on that mountain with her. Yeah. <laughs> like, what happened? Did it, some trail mix trigger a childhood trauma? Yeah. Like, and all I can, like, this is all that her, her thinking, like, was it his brother? Was it this? Because everything was great. It was yeah. story. But something snapped. Something snapped. And that's the thing with addiction. It's hard. Yeah. Like, I, my own Anastasia story. Um, recently, I, we've probably talked about this before. I have a best friend who's an addict. And right. for the last 20 years, has been addicted. Yeah. And I am always the first person to drop everything when he reaches out for help because mm-hmm. we don't he doesn't have family i don't have biological family like we're we were best friends since the time we were kids um i had this big breakthrough recently where he disappeared because he relapsed and he has missed every significant event that has happened in my life yeah. for the last 20 years but i drop everything for him i love him that will never change i will always love this person but recently he reached out and he's oh, doing the steps and I'm like, I told him, I said, I love you. I will always love you. I don't know how to feel about this. I can't. I'm be. very angry. Yeah. And that's all I can say right now. I'm telling you this because I'm not the kind of person to leave somebody on red because I know how hard it was for him to write that. Yeah. But I can't be in his life. But so like addiction is crazy. We don't know what happened. Like people are genuinely coming to you like with their issues and you are like not a licensed trained I am, professional. I am not a licensed trained. <laughs> oh my God. It's good that you are like steering people towards like, hey, like therapy is great. You should try it. I think, you know, like anyone can get something out of it. Cause like you're in a position where it's like these vulnerable people could be coming to you and you could be giving like some really fucking shit advice. I literally ruining lives. I literally right now have the business cards of three different therapists that I give to people because it's like, I cannot, I had a friend that had a mental health care crisis recently Yeah, and was so blind in her own mental health care crisis does not realize how horribly she triggered me oh. and did not respect my boundaries Oh yeah. and I'm having to do my own soul searching to figure yeah. out how to handle that because it's like I love this person but I don't want to talk to them right now that's another thing I feel like when you are a mental health professional licensed you've been like trained with coping mechanisms and how to have like especially the emotional boundaries of like how to put up a wall and say like yeah, I heard a lot of fucked up shit today, but like, I'm going to leave it all. I'm going home. I can still enjoy my life. And it's yeah. like, are you okay? Do you have those I locks? I literally <laughs> told this person. It's like, you could be a sponge sometimes. I literally told this person, I cannot do this right now. This person knows my mental health issues. Yeah. They're a good friend of mine. And in their mental health care crisis, completely 
knowing everything that triggers me just didn't even pay attention to it yeah and now I'm like I'm all about communication but I cannot communicate with this person right now because they're in the thick of it Mm -hmm. when you're in a mental health care crisis and be like well you've been in so much therapy I have but I am not a mental health care professional (laughs) I am just a friend yeah I think that's an important thing to know, uh, anyone that's listening. If you, like, I think the days of just, like, dumping a bunch of shit on your friend are kind of over with, you know? Like, we want our friends to, like, love and support us. But if you have, like, a lot of fucked up shit going on, you need to first ask for someone's Communication. consent. You need to say, like, hey, do I have your consent um, to share what is kind of a really heavy emotional topic with you? Like, do you have the capacity right now to hear me? Do you have the bandwidth in your life right now for me to share this with you? And I'm the kind of, And if you don't, it's okay. I'm the kind of person that's really hard for me to say no. Yeah. And I always try to divert with humor. Yeah. And my cues were not caught on. Yeah. I love this person. Sometimes but... you have to be like extremely explicit. I actually had someone recently try to tell me a story and I was like, wait, sorry, I, I can't hear about that. And see, this I, is I can't. This is something <laughs> I'm learning in my own mental health care journey. And like as recently as a couple weeks ago, it was just like, I need to communicate to this person that as someone who they have been there for me yeah. whenever I've been in a crisis, but I fixed it myself. Yeah. Like, I was like, thank you for letting me fall apart. I need to do these steps to get better, move forward. But it's like, I still need to learn how to set my own boundaries. I still need to learn when not to take on the burdens of everyone else. For capacity for, like, what we can hold. Yeah. Yeah. And I can apparently hold a lot. And you telling Anastasia's story is actually, I think, helped, like, lifting a weight off of Like you. I told you, whenever I'm like, Lily, I got to tell you what I heard today. Because hairdressers... <laughs> We will talk to other hairdressers. Therapists talk to other therapists. Um, One of my best friends is a a sex therapist and couples therapist. And I give her card out to multiple people (laughs) because I'm like, I cannot help you, but she can. That's great. Yeah. Like, because it's like, I'm, I'm not here to give you advice. I'm here to listen Mm -hmm. and to tell dick jokes and to tell everybody. Can I tell everybody about this? But it gets a little... I will change your name to Anastasia. <laughs> yeah. Even with you, I've been like, girl. I even have my own story that I told Randall about recently. We have our year. own Anastasia. Terrible vacation with a terrible partner. She did not have her toe chopped off. <laughs> that wasn't me. No, um, what happened to me was someone that I went on a trip with literally like had a mental breakdown and lots of fucked up things happen but the notable ones are that he ripped out a camera at the airport like a security camera that was like on the wall and then like calmly walked back over and sat down next to me i was like i do stuff like this all the time i was like why did you do that he's like i just didn't like it and then like later a couple days later he basically was like trying to drown himself in In the bathtub at our hotel it was way too fucking much for me I don't know how I got through it. I'm so glad I did. But I, when you tell people that Anastasia story, what do they say? The first thing people ask me is, are you safe? That's so sweet. Because like, and then some of my clients try to figure out who it is. It's not okay, but I was safe. I just felt honored that you trusted that you <laughs> could tell me that. Yeah. And because I was like, all right, and I'm glad that you're in the position that you are now. Because like, so but so every everybody that I tell that Anastasia story to, the first thing they're like, is she still with that person? And I'm like, no. Oh, no. And they're like, what happened to him? And I'm like, no, no, don't care. <laughs> um, 
Oh my God. So we won't talk about this Anastasia, but I will talk about this Anastasia. The other thing that I love about my Anastasia is they will send me pictures of people that they're dating. Oh my God. And and Anastasia sent me a picture of this man that looks burned. (laughs) Burnt to a crisp. Wait, what do you mean? Like his whole, everything is red. His entire (laughs) body has like rosacea and he thinks he's hot shit. Yeah, I don't like that. Um, to all of the cishet men out there listening to Emily's podcast, taking pictures of your penises, if you send a picture of your ponies, you should probably know everyone's going to see To a it. girl, <laughs> if she has gay friends, we trade those things like Pokemon cards. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I have done that a lot with you. Pokemon cards. And I then I'm like, and then I'm like, Adam, Adam is my husband. I'm like, Adam, free porn. <laughs> yeah. And again, back to what we were saying in the beginning, <laughs> some might consider that cheating. But if you have the conversation, I can look at other men's dicks and my husband doesn't care. I don't care if he's looking at others dicks. Just don't touch him. Yeah, I said my part of porn. Let me, like, check this out. That being said, if Chad and Richard, the nurses from Oklahoma, were like, hey, how about me and you? I would have that conversation with my husband to be like, I know we've never done this before. No, I want him there. I could not do. I hate men. I hate men so much. Oh, I see. From my own personal damages, that it is a miracle <laughs> I have been married for 17 and a half years. But I love my husband so much. But, like, he survived stage four colon cancer. Thank God he's here because, like, I hate men. How would I date? So, it's, like, I could. It's really hard being attracted to men. Like, I have these, really like, is. fantasies of, like, the famous Chris's, not Pratt because he's a piece of shit. But, like, if Chris Pine was like, I would like me, you, and your husband to me in a menagerie. It would be really hard for me because I hate men so much. I actually have a really distinct memory, I think, of getting, like, wet sexually, like, turned on for the first time. And I think I was in a Best Buy and Your Body's a Wonderland music video by John Mayer was, like, on, like, a bunch of TVs. And I remember being, like, I'm feeling away. See, my my sexual awakening was naked, was, like, shirtless MacGyver. Okay. Interesting. Are there any other Anastasia stories that you'd like to share on this no, can't Confessions think, of a Herapist? I can't think of any off the top of my head because, you know, they just come and go. Yeah. But, like, I told you the scandalous ones. And don't get me wrong. There are some that I will take to the grave. Yeah. Because if a client tells me, I will ask. I asked you. Yeah. Can I tell the story and change your name? Yeah. <laughs> and some clients have been like, no, thank you. And I will not. Because, like, it's important to me. Yeah. I just ripped First one of my most. beard hairs out yeah. with my ring. Well, do you have anything that you'd like to share uh, besides anesthesia stories about being a hairpist at large or in general being um, someone? Being a hairdresser is one of the most rewarding things I've done in my life. I've traveled the world without leaving a room. I have found family. that I would have never had otherwise. I get to make somebody's day every day at work. Like, it's just a very rewarding job. And if you love people, I love people in my enclosure, but not outside. (laughs) Well, that was beautiful. Thanks. I just end on that. Okay. (laughs) Do you have any stories as an Anastasia, or do you have any questions that you would like to ask a master cosmetologist slash therapist? 
I mean, what? Well, actually, what else do you do besides hair? What is like? What does cosmetology entail? Uh, hair, skin, nails, makeup. So I do a lot of gender affirming makeup lessons for the trans community. Oh, I need those. Not for just makeup lessons. You, so most of my makeup jobs are for women that no one ever taught them how to do makeup. I literally was just on TikTok the other day looking up how to do basic makeup because I and I hate I that all the tutorials expect you to know something. But what I love about working with a lot of trans women is they too have never. Yeah. So, like, you literally have to start at the basics. Yeah, you should so, teach a class on YouTube, honestly. <laughs> um, I don't teach a class on YouTube because I wouldn't get paid, but I do teach private makeup lessons. Okay, got it. <laughs> <laughs> no, so, like, hair, I, I'm licensed to do skin and nails, but I don't because the first pedicure I ever did in beauty school was on a burlesque dancer. Okay. And she never took her toenail like, polish off, ever. She just layered it on top. So when I went to trim her dancer feet, her big toenail, it was like time slowed down and her, I clipped her toenail and it like went, I think hit me in the lip. Oh my God. Ew. I can't do feet. I have so much respect for people that do There's nails. a foot guy. That is an Anastasia story. Oh my God. Go back and tell us. If you were in Seattle and you were on the apps, there is a man that wants to buy you designer shoes. Three of my clients have encountered him. Do not let him buy you those shoes because he wants you to wear that shoe and then put it somewhere. The shoe? With the foot. Shit, I'll do it. <laughs> I'm a Louboutin size 42. <laughs> I want a pair of Socates and patent black. Good to job. Mm -hmm. yeah. You can tell, you can tell your, 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 your boy, hey, I'm only doing this for Randall because he needs these shoes. He's not accepting new clients. I am not accepting new clients at this time. It is by invitation only. I guess you can follow me on TikTok at Rodell R A W D E L L L L. Well, thank you again, Randall, for being on, and thanks everyone for watching. And I don't know when we'll be back. <laughs> I don't know. We'll be back. back. We'll we'll do another date where we do like more of those sixty-five questions. Fun, cute. Or you can tell me about outdoorsy stuff, and I'll expose you there. Probably like a vasectomy episode coming up soon. You better do it. Oh my god, you can do a vasectomy <laughs> episode, and I can tell everybody how I found out about my um crazy hormonal disorder and tiny balls. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Thanks, everyone. <laughs> Bye.